The eon paused as she surveyed the digital world she had entered. She floated in orbit over a small planetoid. The server she planned to penetrate was hidden deep under the planet's sandy surface in a subterranean chamber. What defenses had the Tactical Dynamics Incorporated Weapons Research Laboratory built into this world? And what holes existed in those defenses? There was only one way to find out, to go in and confront them directly. She descended to the surface of the planet and immediately felt a new sense of heaviness fill her body. She took a few steps forward and realized with dismay that the soft sandy ground was yielding under her feet. She was leaving deep footprints as she walked. Even if whatever guardians existed here could not see her now, they would be able to follow her progress later. Could she fly? She tried. No, she could only jump about one foot into the air before being pulled back to the surface by the planetoid's powerful gravity. Gravity. An immutable physical law, unless you knew how to cheat. You know what, Eric? You don't need to threaten to fire me anymore, because I quit. Knowing she would regret it later, but too incensed to care, Tracy pushed her way out of Eric Romero's Spartan office and into the cinderblock building that housed it. She ran a hand through her raven black hair and looked around her. Only four of the dozen desks were occupied, and those staff members were staring intently at their computer terminals, evidently trying to avoid her. They must have overheard the shouting from Eric's office. Tracy marched out of the Kerrville, Texas headquarters of Southwest Pipelines, Incorporated, and over to the crowded rack where she had parked her bike. Not many could afford to drive cars anymore, whether electric or gasoline-powered. The hurricane reactor had just been a prototype, and its destruction had virtually no impact on energy production in the United States. But its failure meant that future energy prices would be high, which drove up prices in the present. Or that's what the official story was. From her perch within the legal department of a small oil and gas pipeline company, Tracy had seen a lot of strange activity in the refining and logistics markets. She couldn't prove anything, but it seemed that there was a new player in the industry that was intent on pushing prices sky high. It was using front companies to manipulate the market by creating pipeline bottlenecks and regional product shortages. She had tried to document the activity well enough at least to build a case she could present to official investigators without being laughed out of town. But Eric's demands for her to focus on lobbying the government to relax regulations on costly environmental protections for oil transport had prevented her from making much progress. That wasn't her problem anymore. Someone else would have to figure it out. She rode her bike two miles down the dusty I-10 highway towards the truck depot where her husband Ricardo worked as a mechanic. The highway was lined with all manner of commercial storefronts, but many of them were empty, and a few were boarded up. There was a time, in the days when her paternal grandparents had immigrated from Mexico, when Kerrville had profited from the American natural gas boom, but the wells had been depleted in the late 2030s. Since then, the city had fallen back on transportation and logistics. It was positioned along the I-10 highway and further benefited from the presence of several oil and gas pipelines that linked coastal ports and refineries with inland markets. Of course, so was nearby San Antonio, which got the bulk of the work, but the bits flowing to Kerrville had kept its economy afloat. But now even that meager source of revenue was drying up.